It's time for a change. I'm telling you right now, this is gonna skyrocket. Enough with the suits. Warren Buffett? More like Little Miss Muffet. This is the digital age. Transfer my money or I swear to... The power is at your fingertips. I'm up two grand today, and I kid you not, I've got no clue why. Welcome to Core Trades. All right, this is very exciting. Uh, thanks again to Brendan Duarte for voicing that intro. Uh, did you guys like it? Uh, I believe every single time that plays, I have to credit benmusic.com so I don't get sued. So uh, that's where I found that music bed. Uh, but it was very triumphant. Uh, my associate here, Tompkins, a.k.a. Austin Platts. Yes, I'm Burns. But we are actually are trying to do something here for you. Stock market's a new frenzy, right? Sports betting took over our craze right when we left college. Uh, now we're all like, you know, getting paid, right? We're in the workforce. We're making money for ourselves. I'm not in the workforce, right? Um, but we've got some spending cash and there's no better way to invest. Like I think Austin, and you can kind of touch on this. I've been kicking myself. I can't understand why we didn't get into, you know, investing our money, even as little as just a couple hundred dollars, like back in college. No. Yeah, I totally agree. I, um, I didn't start until the pandemic hit and everything crashed. And Same. I had like literally a thousand dollars to my name and I'm like, all right, I guess I should start now. Right. Like everything's as low as they're ever going to be. And uh, it's worked out well, as we know, the stock market being on an absolute tear ever since, yeah. which then got us addicted. Um, <laughs> and we're kind of on a high right now. Let's just say that. Um, Mondays are the new Fridays. Like I look forward to seeing how stocks are going to perform the new week. Uh, you know, it's funny. Um, so what we're going to try and do is we're going to discuss like some platforms and tools. Many of you probably started on Robinhood. You may or may not have, you know, seen their total public, you know, uh, catastrophe, right? Uh, so I got out of Robinhood, right? Uh, you know, they were testifying in front of Congress today. We'll touch on that briefly. But what are some tools that you look for, Austin, when you look at a stock? Like, let's just say, you know, a popular one, Apple. Uh, what are you doing to kind of research a company, check it out before you decide you're going to buy into this company and invest? Well, there's so many different ways to invest. You know, you have, you know, how risky you want to be. Is it long-term, is it swing trading, or is it day trading? Right. And I'm more on the swing trade type long-term, kind of in the middle. Um, and, you know, Dave Portnoy is a day trader. Do you do some day trading? So uh, I think so. I would agree with you. I'm more of a swing trader. Like I like to pick my spots. Like if I think something's being undervalued or if I think something's about to shoot out, I'll take some profits. If I think something's about to take a dip, right? If it gets overvalued and people start selling. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I'm very, very, uh, very rarely doing a day trade unless it is something like crazy, like where I think, okay, there's going to be a shoot up here and I got to get out before it crashes, which is what we saw the phenomenon, which kind of is a reason why a lot of people are now into, right. The, the, the pandemic for us was what got us into it. Recently, it was the retail trading frenzy. It was GameStop that got all these new guys into the stock market, right? So uh, that would be the only example of day trading. I think I'm with you where we pick our spots. Yeah, I mean, 
unless you get some juicy info from, you know, Jack Sparrow on Twitter, um, <laughs> probably not day trading, but I, I kind of have the philosophy of trying to find undervalued stocks yep. that I think are going to 2x double your money in the next year. And I kind of follow this dude on YouTube who's just an absolute genius. He's, he's had like over 100% returns the last five years. And it's all about finding the stock that no one really knows about yet or no one has appreciated. And then, you know, you get in and you know for a fact that this company is undervalued. So it's bound to go up soon. And a lot of people that are new to it will just hop in when it gets high. You know what I mean? Like it starts to skyrocket. Oh, I got to jump in. And as soon as they do, it'll go back down. Mm -hmm. So it scares people away. And I try to avoid that, even though it is tough um, to not hop on some of these trains. Um, Everybody's investing now. And um, it's all about finding, you know, the stock that the next stock that'll, you know, double your money. And I think my like golden rule would be if you're going to buy into a stock, give yourself a reason why. Okay. I want to do this. Why? Like a sentence or two, like um, I'll I'll get into this. I I do because people have reached out to me about SNDL and we'll just throw out, we're not going to hit you with our entire portfolios, but we're just going to kind of talk about stocks that are in the news. Uh, and it will, will end with like stocks that we are going to buy, keep an eye on, like, we'll say, here's the reason why. And then you usually want to give a time frame, like, Hey, I expect it to go to here, here. Uh, so SNDL, I wanted to talk about because it's a pot company and the reason I got into it. And I think there were a lot of p- people did was, uh, people expect Joe Biden to legalize pot, at least at some federal level. More and more states, even red states, which are conservative, may or may not enjoy pot, are starting to put it on their ballots. Um, so I think once Colorado went legal, that's when like pot stocks really like started hitting the market. And then they just tanked. Like I remember getting into them thinking it was like great investment. And maybe it was because I didn't know enough back then, but I would lose, you know, as much percentage on a day. And then I thought, oh, you know what? Maybe weed's never coming here. Um, but this is basically a bet. Like my reason for SNDL is I think pot's going to be obviously a hotly traded stock eventually. Yeah. And I agree with you. There's some stocks that you just know are going to go up long-term a shit ton, yeah. you know, whether it be artificial intelligence um, genetic engineering, pot, you know, everything that's not here now, but will be in the future. So I'm actually in a pot stock too. It was in the promo. It's called planet 13. They're the biggest dispensary in the nation and they're on the Las Vegas strip. Um, it's it's like, it's an experience going there. Mm -hmm. You know, they have, they have restaurants, they have everything you could ever imagine. And, um, you know, a lot of people thought they were going to go out of business with, with Corona and they completely changed their business model. They started doing delivery and now they're, I think they actually ended up profitable by a good amount, uh, last, last year. So they're opening another, um, location and I think it's in Florida, but I could be wrong. So that's my pot stock. And what's awesome about that is you want to jump in on stuff that is going to be like, you want to be in on Tesla before it's 800, right? You know, like, so that's all the thing. Like pot stocks are relatively low right now. That's why, uh, what's interesting. So SNDL, uh, there's two terms you need to know. Bear, bull. Bull, 
let's fucking go. This I think this is going to be awesome. This is the market we want to hit. Bear, ah, I don't know. I think I'm getting out. I don't know. Um, so I, I'm attacking this from two angles. Here's my bull perspective on SNDL, which I got into at 56 cents. So throwing some numbers here, I'll just whiz through it. You got to know that stocks go up and down. That's another rule I want to say is like, you can't just, imme- if you want to get into stocks, you just can't immediately the first day you're in the red, just shit your pants and say, this isn't for me. Um, so SNDL, this is over the last couple of months, it went from 17 cents, jumped up to 45 cents. And here's what I kind of do. It's RSI. One of the platforms I use is TradingView, where I kind of put in ticker symbols and I could see past performance whether stocks are overvalued, buying power, et cetera. Um, so that was one big jump from 45 cents. It comes back down to 26 cents. It hit 80, um, back down to 48. This is kind of when I got in at uh, 26 cents, or I got in at 56 cents. Two weeks later, it hit $3. And it, this was a craze where a lot of people got in. I had 1,200 shares. People got in. It's currently dipping for the last eight days. I keep saying hold. I haven't hit it. So we're right now at 145 as it closed. But uh, so I'm still bullish on this, but I will give you a, a bear aspect of this. And I'll pose this question to you, Austin. Is this a retail stock? Because I think I got in before that uh, the Reddit craze followed it. But then all of a sudden it got lumped in with all the news articles and Lottie Dolls and starts tanking. I was going to say that's impressive that you were in it before that craze mm-hmm. happened. But is it, I think, kind of because everybody in their mom that was a part of, you know, those meme stocks yeah. was on SNDL. And I mean, yeah, it's gone down, but some people would say now is the time to buy. And you were totally right when saying if it goes down a little bit to knock it out, because, you know, especially when you're young, you have to be the most riskiest you are in your life, you know, in your mid 20s. Sure. And to to have high gains, you have to have high lows too. It's all about the roller coaster. And you just have to know that, you know, you're risking it to make a lot in the long run. And I'm saying this as from experience, I got out. So I got in at March and got out before the election because I thought, holy shit, what's going to happen in a tank? What did it do? It skyrocketed. So you're kicking yourself for getting out. Um, yeah, so exactly. And again, we have to say we're not financial advisors and this is discretionary income, right? You know, you're, this is spending money, uh, that we're looking to make money off of by investing. Uh, let's talk about Bitcoin very briefly. It's over 50,000. Again, another huge day today. We were kind of talking about this on winging it, which I encourage you to check out episode 16 too. Um, but like, what are the projections, right? We're, we're thinking like, what number could we possibly think this is going to hit? hundreds of thousands like is this going to be unprecedented um yeah before we start to talk about that i just want to say as well i have absolutely no clue what i'm talking about half the time so don't take anything i say you know uh take it with a grain of salt um bitcoin i'm i'm very bullish on bitcoin you know i've seen projections that i'll hit a million a million and (laughs) you know the winklevosses are like for fact those brothers are like it's going to hit 500K, you know, in the next 10 years. And I believe them. I mean, if you ask anybody, are you going to sell Bitcoin if it goes down a little bit? Who's going to say yes? You know what I mean? It's so people look at it as it's such a good asset. You know, who's just going to sell it? And, you know, you have these bigger, you know, firms putting in a shit ton of money Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, it's going to be, in my opinion, a snowball effect where as these bigger companies acknowledge it as something that's real and not just, you know, a joke or whatever, it's it's going to become bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it, I, I honestly think in one year from now, we're going to look back and say, wow, it was at 50K. <laughs> I know. It's like, I think like it could be. Exactly. 250. I think it could be 300 K couple things on that too. And you just illustrated that it's going to be currency like uh, Tesla is accepting it as a form of payment for their vehicles. They invested in it 1.5 billion. It's on their balance sheet. Uber has already said they're going to accepting it as a form of payment. Um, and you alluded to it. It's a domino effect because every single company is going to be like, well, shit, okay, I'm going to accept it. They don't want to miss out on because they'll feel behind the times. And that's how you eventually mm-hmm. go out of business. Um on that note, uh, DocuSign, I'm in on uh, like I this I got in on this because obviously coronavirus made like e-signatures like the biggest thing in the nation. I'm trying to look back at what it was in March. Oh, my God. Here we go. DocuSign was trading at seventy four dollars back in March. It's currently at two sixty. And I think it's going to I think it's keep going up. Uh, that's just one of those plays where it's like you got to find your market. Dude, honestly, some of these stocks and some of these cryptocurrencies will 10x in just a couple months. And you you look at yourself and you're like, why couldn't I find that one? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's all about finding the stock that'll that'll boom. And you know, a lot of it has to do with following the right people. Poking around, following guys you like. Because it's you know, it's tough to do your own research, but when you have geniuses doing it for you, you know, it helps a lot too. And also just like, uh, I think I still have the Robinhood app just because they have the news tab, you know, like, so I could just kind of see, cause it shows stocks that are kind of in the news. It'll tell you what the Dow is doing that day. Like just throw a, you know, if we're, you're not reading the wall street journal, I don't think anyone's reading papers anymore, but just kind of go on Twitter. Um, just keep up in the know, you know, um, uh, you bring up Robin Hood, and I just have to say this real quick. Yeah, sure. I will never use that app again. <laughs> I deleted it off my phone. They literally stole money from me. And like what you said, if whatever you invest at a high risk, you know, be be willing to lose it. So mm-hmm. you know, it's not the end of the world, but you know, fuck you, Robin Hood. And on that note, uh, so the congressional hearings, like, you know, the the buzz is kind of over it. I watched, I think, one clip of Vlad just sounding like a freaking hostage, and he wouldn't even answer the yes or no. I mean, it's everyone just, it's the same thing. It's in sports and finance. And Adam Silver just came on and said, we need an all-star game because it's in the spirit of basketball. People are dying, bro. It's in the spirit of money for you guys. Vlad, what's-his-face goes on here. Uh, Your Honor, no, uh, you know, we did this in the spirit of our company. I mean, it's all bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you can do. And it just goes to show that, you know, people with money have the most power and like you literally can't do anything. But I actually didn't watch or hear anything about it too much. Um, you know, how how long is it? And was it just him beating around the bush the whole time? Yeah, it's like Senate hearings. It's basically like a panel of senators just asking questions and literally him just like reading a prepared statement, not going off. It's a complete waste of time. Um, I do want to talk about Tesla, which has been in a bit of a slide here as I pull up their recent info. Um so Elon Musk is interesting because he's totally using his, you know, powerful backing on uh, 
Twitter to kind of pump stocks, would it be? Yeah, I was shocked to learn, my God, back in March, Tesla was what? Uh, when it hit the bottom, it was, good Lord, is this right? It was at 90 bucks? Well, I guess they split too. Um, well, yeah, it was, I think they did the five to one split. So it was higher and split down to, you know, whatever. But I was, <laughs> um, I was in Tesla about two weeks before the, the split. And I think I made like 50% of my money or something. Yeah. And then a couple days after the split, I got out and I was like, all right, I made my money. And then I think it's over doubled again since that time. And it's one of those times when you just kick yourself and you're like, you know, why oh, no. did I get out of Tesla? And it's, you know, you, you almost want to jump back in to put it as one of your long-term stocks, but it's like, oh my God, the P ratio is 1600. Right. You know, how could I hop in a stock like that? So, I mean, it is cool that it, is it below 800 now? So I've got it for you right here. On the 16th of November, it was at 408. <laughs> two months later, it hit 900. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's at 787 right now. And I've got a little prediction for you. How about that? I need a little stock bell. I've got Tesla hitting 1500 by April. <laughs> I No, I'm not even kidding. So the RSI right now. So when it hit its high, way overvalued it hit like over 80 rsi and that was when it hit uh 900 so it is rightfully corrected down to 792 but dude you're laughing we're talking 16th of november and then it doubled itself what if it doubles again and not two months four months i'm telling what's, you a little prediction uh prediction here what's the rsi at right now like it is uh it is down to almost uh it's at 46. Last time it hit 40 was when Tesla was 442. Yeah, okay. So for <laughs> people that don't know, when it's over 70, it's overbought, and when yep. it's under 30, it's you know underbought. So you know, I could see it happening. Elon Musk is honestly the most influential man in the world. He's one of my role models. And the coolest thing about him is that like he has that persona. Like he just doesn't give a fuck that he's the richest man in the world. Right. And all he wants to do is better the world. And when you have a, a leader like that, that people believe in, you know, the sky's the moon. So if it's under $800, I might buy a share, you know, just to, just to be able to root for him. You know right. what I mean? So, I currently, I think I bought one share when it was at its high. So I'm like down like 8% now, but I'm holding that share. And I think I'm just going to keep it at one. Like that's the beauty of it too, is like, that's obviously an expensive stock. You can buy halves of it, um, which is what I've done with Amazon in the past. So I don't know. I just think uh, I'm kind of with you. I just didn't want to miss out on the parade. I think we are going to have a big jump here. You can buy half a share. Uh, yeah, on Amazon, I think I bought uh, like a half share of Amazon, which is like 3200 or something. Bitcoin, you can obviously buy yeah. like tenths of stuff. I guess it depends on whatever your trading platform is. But um, so, yeah, the thing with buying stocks, too, is you're technically a small, small, small portion owner of the <laughs> company. So, you know, you can buy a couple shares of a stock and root for the company. You right, know what exactly. I mean? And, then we get down to, all right, well, how many stocks should you own? And I think I own maybe 12 total. And you, what do you own? Like 60? Of what? Sorry. 
how many stocks you own yeah i'm in uh i'm in, so i'm diversified <laughs> those like to call it but no uh so to your point too i kind of depending on the stock price i like to go in multiples of five like penny stocks i mean i might own sndl by the way i have no idea uh but uh so i like to go like tesla yeah, DocuSign, I have like five, which is DocuSign's like 200. I have like five shares of it, et cetera. And it's all about just kind of making sure you're not too over on your portfolio, not too overexposed. Like I, I feel like I have a little bit too much Adobe right now, but it's a long play, so I'm just holding it. Well, I, I feel like when you have too many stocks, it's almost overwhelming. It's like, oh, this stock's up here. Oh, I'm down here. I have more money in there, but less money in here. How do but it helps balance you out. I understand um, that, but do you ever look at how much you've made that day and just kind of go, huh, how, how did that all work out? Sure, it's in the intro. Um, like today, <laughs> I'd be honest. Uh, so I think I it was when we were recording Wingy and I had that 2K day. And then yesterday, and here's what's so funny about the market is in the morning, I'm like, oh God, you know, I was down. So I was basically down 2K. I was like coming back to the mean. And then we had a late day surge and we lost a couple hundred bucks. And then I thought we were going to have a good day today. And it was just, um, yeah, not that great. I lost, I think, like 1,500, like a couple percent. But um, yeah, it's all about just kind of, you know, you can't panic. Like, so you got to know your bottom line. I put in 45K and now I'm kind of, I hit as high as 56K. Now I'm back down to 53. And, you know, I can't panic like that. Um, what are the Spotify is a company I am in, I'm holding for long because I think they're about to take over. Like they could be the Amazon of digital audio. Um, Shopify has got earnings too this week. I don't oh know. I God. think they're going down though. Yeah. Did you Weird see with uh, earnings? You know, sometimes it goes down before and sometimes right. it goes up a shit ton before because obviously the earnings coming out, but then a lot, a lot of the times you'll see it go down when they have amazing earnings. Right. And I think it's just people riding that wave and then bailing. And it's kind of bullshit, in my opinion. I have one share of Shopify, which is like 1300 or like 1100 or something. And I just saw a fucking article where like their CEO was like, yeah, I mean, we grew a lot this year. So you guys just can't expect us to do that. I was like hovering over the sell button. I was like, holy crap. Um, all right, we'll get you out of here. Core trades. The first episode, we're going to try and do this twice a week. Austin, usually towards the end of the week, um, cause he's got a job as well. Um, so let's get out of here with a couple of buys to your point. I'm sticking with the, um, with the pot, uh, kind of theme of this, uh, symbol K E R N I'm on this holding long sticking with S and DL. I think pot companies are going to be the future. I think you're going to five times your money, uh, weed with Biden, uh, this is a stock that is in the tens. Like it's not even there. I'm going to actually check it up uh, here just to make sure to get that price. It's at 714 right now. I really think that this can hit 14 eventually. Back on uh, June of 19, there was a spike where it hit 50. I think that's when a couple states went uh, for pot. Again, it's just a play on pot there for me. Um, I'll give you a couple of picks. Long term, I'll plan to 13. Like I was yep. talking, it's, it's ticker symbol PLNHF. It's at seven bucks right now. You know, buy a few. Why not? Sure. And then um, a, a shorter play, you know, like a year hold. I'm going to go with Walgreens, which is ticker symbol WBA. And a lot of people, you know, are expecting the COVID shots to go to Walgreens and CVS. So obviously people are going to buy stuff there too. And, um, you know, this guy that I follow thinks that it's going to it's going to double in the next year um, at the minimum. 
So this isn't like your 10x play, but this is definitely, right. in my opinion, a really good safe play that'll probably double. And it's extremely, extremely undervalued. Um, so yeah, those are my two. I got a, uh, you like this? A little blank check company, my favorite. It's like, what do you guys do? All right, whatever. Um, BFT, ticker symbol, little November IPO. I got three to four months this doubling. It's at 17 right now. Um, it initially IPO'd at $9 and it hit all the way up to 19 in two months. I think this stock is going to keep going up. Last one, BSBK. Uh, I've got like two and a half months to surpass 12 bucks. It's a 2020 IPO that got nailed by Corona. I can only imagine, you know, what that has done to those people's hairlines when they had to endure those for a couple months. It opened at 12, tanked immediately half to six. It's back up to nine. I think it's going to go back to 12 in about two and a half months. Um, what was a what would BFT? You said it's a blank check. What is it? Be a blank check company, like holding companies where they you've heard of SPACs where they try yeah. and take companies. This is basically they're like basically waiting for the next big thing to where they could take another company public. Um, hope you guys enjoyed uh, core trades here. First episode, Austin Platts, aka Tompkins. I'm Burns, Dylan Corbett. Think a lot of good stuff there. Um, and uh, so, again, we're going to create a Twitter account, probably Instagram. Shoot us ticker symbols you want us to talk about. We'll do some research for you. Austin's going to be usually towards the end of the week. We'll post this on a Friday. I'll also double time at the uh, beginning of the week, too. Um, but, yeah, we'll take feedback, whatever you want, uh, listener submissions, et cetera, and hope you enjoyed the ride of the stock market with us. Did you have something there? No. Yeah, I was just, you can end it. <laughs> All right, good. I'll edit that out. This has been Core Trades. Appreciate it. We will talk to you next week.